What's up, Armchair Army? It is your host, Garrett Wise, Armchair Analyst, back at you, joined again by Hunter Saville. How's it going? What's up? Um, it's going good. I'm excited for tonight. We've got our NSFL draft tonight, so I'm pretty pumped about that. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, draft season is upon us, and uh, as the commissioner, I'm excited, but highly unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've been doing this so much, haven't really taken near as much time to actually do any research for our drafts, but this is going to be a good practice. It's my first actual redraft league um, draft for this year, so I'm excited about it. Mine as well. I actually did uh, my first mock draft for this league today, and uh, normally by now I've done like 100, but like you said, we've just been so busy, man, so much going on and everything. So uh, hope that's prepared. Hope everybody has a good time this evening. Yep. And we are episode 38, though, and, and this one's going to be a little bit different. We're going to keep it a little bit shorter, and we're going to go through some quick takes. Um, anybody that might be having a uh, draft this weekend or next weekend, it's just a few of our takes, top guys at each position. But today, specifically, we're talking about quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, I think this is going to be fun. It's going to be uh, just something different that we're not used to doing, but we're going to keep these episodes short. It's going to go each episode will drop. Um with the position and we'll just go through our rankings. Um, you and I have each come up with our own rankings and we have a consensus top 12. And we're just going to run through those real quick so that you guys before your drafts, um, if you're drafting after you hear this, you know, we'll at least have um, our takes on what, how we rank these guys. So, yep. And this is uh quarterbacks doesn't matter as much, but it is PPR scoring format. We're doing for the quarterbacks going to be a four point uh, passing touchdown. So that can, change some things but that's gonna be our take before we get into that though there's a little bit of quarterback news uh deshaun watson as of yesterday came down he's gonna instead of the original what was it six games we're going to 11 games suspended and he got a five million dollar fine as well Uh, yeah i mean for that contract i mean five million dollars is nothing but i guess anybody whoever's getting fined million five million dollars is still a lot to anybody but um to me, I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from most of those pass-catching options in that offense. Um, it, it doesn't really boost the running backs for me, but I'm, I'm still nervous to draft either of those, and we touched on that in our Takes and Mistakes episode. Um, but, you know, th- those guys probably will fall, and at, at some point at a value, those guys might actually be good for you. But um, everybody in this offense just scares me, and I'll probably try to stay away most part. Yeah, and if, if you were considering Watson, uh, probably not anymore, at least not. Not anywhere in the top yeah, 12 like we're going to be talking about Yeah, today. you're not going to get him – you're not going to get to be able to play him until December. So, like, if, you, if you're willing to, like, sit on him for 12 games or 12 weeks or whatever, yeah. like, it's just not worth it. And who knows what he's going to be when he finally comes back. I mean, he hasn't played in a year and a half so, or almost two years now. Well, I'm sur- I'm, I feel pretty certain somebody's going to take him, but uh, my advice would be don't let that be you. Let somebody, yeah, <laughs> let somebody else take him. It's a roster clogger. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. But, yeah, that's good advice. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our rankings. Uh, number one man at quarterback, and this is Hunter and I's consensus between the two of us, so we have some differing takes, but combined, number one man, uh, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, Josh Allen back there at it again. Uh, Josh Allen was unbelievable. Last year, he's just a steady dude that you can start every week. He has the rushing upside. He also has the passing ability, and he lost some pieces this year in his receiving core, but really they were older. Uh, Cole Beasley, Manuel Sanders. Um, doesn't feel like much has, has fallen off for Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, he's my number one as well. Um, just a prolific offense. Um, you can't go wrong. He's got rushing upside. He likes to score touchdowns on the on the ground. But he's also got just an elite arm with um, weapons all over the field. So 
Uh, Josh Allen's clearly the number one option for me. Number two, new guy, Justin Herbert. New guy. Well, new new at this level, I would say. I think he yes, uh, solidified yes. the elite level after last year with some questions. And even in season last year, if I remember correctly, there was a little bit of bouncing around where he'd have an off game and then come back. But down the stretch, just good as can be. Uh, he's maybe not as mobile as Herbert, but or excuse me, as Allen, but he is mobile. Um, got some of the ba- best passing weapons of anybody between uh, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen. Goodness gracious. Gerald Everett now. Yep, and uh, Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer, yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, he's got all the pieces to make it work, and, I mean, seems pretty locked into me as the the second guy. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I had Justin Herbert number two as well. Um, I think he finished as a quarterback three last year with some kind of inconsistency, so um, we're expecting him to be a little bit more consistent. I mean, another year under his belt, and like you were just touching him on, you know, like he's, he's just got some elite weapons all over the field, and... Um, not only that, like they upgraded at tight end, uh, got a younger, more athletic guy. I mean, anybody catching the ball from Justin Herbert's going to be great, but in fantasy, but, um, I think Herbert as well, it's just going to be one of those guys you can probably draft at a value or a decent spot and just going to sit it and forget it kind of guy. He'll, he'll be, he'll be good for you. So our next guy might be our first, uh, I don't know. It might be a hot take. Maybe it's not looking at some of the others, but Lamar Jackson, number three man for the quarterback position for us, um, I think comes up to down to rushing upside for us lost his number one weapon last year or maybe number two weapon in uh, hollywood brown yeah probably technically i mean the number one wide receiver but probably his number two weapon but he does have rashad bateman who uh showed flashes last year uh coming in as a second year wide receiver looks like he could be really good having a good camp as well um that backfield is still kind of a little bit up in the air jk dobbins trying to fight back from in- injury uh gus edwards doesn't look like he's gonna be ready to go so could lean on Lamar pretty heavy again uh, in the run game. He is still working on a contract, so hopefully that doesn't affect his season in any way and any type of holdout or anything like that. But so far he's playing, so far everything's good. Um, anything else on Lamar? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, when we talked about this being a four-point per um, passing touchdown uh, ranking system, and for me I actually had Lamar at four, uh, but – but because of the four point, you know, that that's going to boost him higher in our rankings than what most people probably have him just because of his rushing upside. He he has the absolute just like elite upside and rushing talent to where like he can easily rush for a thousand yards next year. He could be that number one rusher on that team. And with that, you know, and the low passing touchdown points, uh, four point per touch passing touchdown like that, that's going to bump those like pocket passer guys down in rankings and the rushing upside guys higher up. So that's why we have Lamar so high um, just because of that cheat code of a scoring system that fantasy has for these kind of quarterbacks. All right. Next guy on our list, uh, Kyler Murray. Yep. Kyler's actually the guy I had number three, um, in my personal rankings. And I had Lamar at number four, but Kyler's the kind of guy that has rushing upside, but just an elite arm with weapons similar to what like Justin Herbert has just all around him. And then he's after six weeks, he's going to get one of the best receivers in the league back. So, um, there's not really a lot to argue against um, why Kyler should be, you know, top four or five. But he, in my opinion, he's one of the guys that just gives you um, drafted as like the quarterback six or seven or something like that. But he has the talent and the upside to actually be the QB one this year um, or in any year, really. So he did get paid this year, got a commitment from the team. Uh, I do worry a little bit with Hopkins being out early on, if, if that changes anything. Um, but he got Hollywood there. So maybe, you know, like I said, it's only six weeks. So maybe, uh, maybe he'll be okay and be able to push through and be even better after he gets Hopkins back. Yeah. 
All right, number five. It feels pretty low for this guy, but it is what it is. Patrick Mahomes, number five on our list. Patrick Mahomes, number five, but that has to do with a little bit with the six point, you know, or four point per passing touchdown instead of six point. You know, he doesn't have the rushing upside, but more importantly, he did lose Tyreek Hill, uh, one of the best, for one, best fantasy wide receivers, but one of the elite wide receivers in the league. And when you lose a top-end talent like that, he just he just comes into the season with a lot of question marks. And um, in my opinion, it's just going to be hard to trust or hard to really um, know what you're going to get out of him because we don't really know what that offense is going to be as far as like from a passing standpoint. So we expect it to still be elite. I mean, obviously, Mahomes is still ranked number five, so it's not like we're just like crapping on him and bumping him way down our rankings. But um, I, if it were me, you know, I would think I would rather have someone with a little bit more rushing upside, but Patrick Mahomes is going to sling it around and give you enough points week in and week out to probably get you in the top five to six or so in fantasy. And the scoring I'm looking at right here has him the last three years. He's number four, number four, number seven at the quarterback position. So, um, you know, he can be the QB one. I think, I think that's in the realm of outcomes for him, but he hasn't been every year. So that's something to keep in mind. And, and last year, looking at this scoring format, like I said, um, Against Tennessee, he had less than eight points. Against Green Bay, he had 10.8. Against Dallas, he had less than nine points. So there are some off games with Mahomes. That can happen to anybody. But he doesn't feel like he's as locked in. You know, for the last, what, three, four years, he's been the QB1 off everybody's board, and it feels like maybe some of that is, has gone away. And like you said, especially losing the explosiveness of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, um, I actually have him at ranked number seven in my rankings. Um, Woo! Yeah, that, that's a little spicy. Is, is that disrespectful? Uh, I don't know, but so, he's probably going to be the second off most people's board or most home drafts. I would say. Yeah, well, and that's because I have the guy we rank, have ranked consensusly consensus consensus. Yeah, consensus is a word. Let's okay. go with that. Yeah. Well, I have the next guy on our list ranked higher than him, but I also have um, Tom Brady ranked higher than him just because of how elite Tom Brady is. But we never know what happens with him. But Anyway, so that's why I have Patrick Mahomes. We just there's just a lot of question marks there, so that's why I have him ranked a little bit lower. So number six on the list, and he could be he could be ahead. I, I feel like you know I'm the one that got him bumped back behind Mahomes, and I can see him being ahead of Mahomes. And it's Jalen Hurts. It's just throughout the off season. We actually um, back in April and, and March there was conversations about them drafting someone else uh, to try and replace him because on the actual football field he's not an elite guy but for fantasy purposes he's got everything it takes he's got the the rushing upside we keep talking about he got another weapon that's a could be elite weapon in AJ Brown I, mean, I think AJ Brown's a top 10 wide receiver in the league right and, it, and sorry go ahead no I, I mean I think you're absolutely right and as long as he can get the ball in his hands I mean AJ Brown can do things with I mean you can hit him five yards deep and he can take it to the house. So he's going to make some points for uh, Jalen hurts for sure. And, and it seems like the team at least has enough confidence in him to uh, not draft or bring anybody else in. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I, I just think he has too much upside to let fall down in your draft boards. But um, yeah, the addition of AJ Brown is just huge for him. They've already got a talented Devonte Smith in that offense. Um, and you, you just got to expect Jalen hurts takes a step forward because he was not a very good passer last year. Um, or the year before, but you got to hope that he takes a step forward in that. And, um, and, and, but, I mean, he only scored, he only threw for like 16 passing touchdowns last year. So it's a little worrisome. It's, well, it's worrisome, but you also expect some positive regression in that sense too, especially with the addition of AJ Brown. So, um, with that, he was still like the quarterback, like six, I think on the year with only that 16 touchdowns. So, um, yeah, we, we expect Jalen Hurts to take a step forward. Um, in my rankings, he's ranked number five, I think. So, um, he's just right here in our consensus. He's just one step behind that. So 
So you've got Lamar and Kyler ahead, and then and then Hurts right after those guys. Hurts and then Brady Mahomes is what I have. Yeah, I got you. Well, speaking of uh, Brady, he is number seven on our list. This is actually a guy that I I don't know. I could see myself bumping down a little bit of news on on Brady. He left training camp. Uh, says everything we're hearing says the team allowed it and it was okay with it, but like we don't personal know. reasons. Nobody's really given any information on what's going on. Right. And I think they said it's going to be 15 days or something like that. So it just, it seems very odd for your starting quarterback to be missing uh training camp and preseason and, and, and there's no a information. Lot of, yeah. You know, and now that you say that there's a lot of weapons in this offense that are actually new because they lost some from last year. And you would think that and Godwin's still not back. 100%. Godwin's still not back. Gronk's gone. So they have new tight ends. You know, they just brought in Julio because of the Russell Gage injury. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, it just seems like this is the prime time to be building some sort of connection with those pass catching options in an offense that led the league in air yards last year. And Brady had the most attempts he's ever had in his career last year. So um, it's a very, pretty important time. Not really sure what's going on. Um, but. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. It's hard to really doubt what's going on there. I'm sure he'll still show up and show out. Is there any chance that he retires? Right now? They're, they're speculate. That's There's some, no way. There's no way. You remember Andrew Luck a couple years ago. It was about like this, and he just randomly retired. And this man actually retired already once this offseason. Can you season. imagine retiring twice in one year? I'm, I mean, I don't know what he's doing, you know? and I mean, Gosh, I'll, I'll, I cannot imagine if he retired how 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 what a what a terrible spot he'd be putting the bucks in right now and todd bowles new head coach congrats yeah. kyle trask is your <laughs> starter now See so ya. yeah um oh no that's my concern oh, that, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no 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 that's a pretty good impression yeah, thanks yeah um <laughs> but yeah i don't know i feel like he's a little bit high because of everything going on uh, but like you said if he plays i mean he can be a qb1 on any given week he doesn't really hold much rushing upside, though. None. <laughs> None. And that's that's the start of what we're getting into with some of these guys going down the list. So moving on, uh, number eight, we have uh, Dak Prescott. Dak does have some rushing upside. Um, his biggest thing, I mean, he's he's a pretty consistent performer. He's usually around QB6 on a year. But he lost Amari Cooper, and now you're relying on pretty much only C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, yeah. Because this, the rest of the receiving room, Michael Gallup is hurt, and you're basically looking at rookies. And I think I, think I heard something that um, C.D. Lamb is the only – player on their roster that's had a hundred yard game or a touchdown in the NFL or something like that on in the receiving yeah, room. As, as a wide receiver. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly right. Um, and that's, I actually have Dak at 11 in my rankings, which is pretty far down um, compared to this eight on our consensus. But, um, and it's for those question marks that you were just saying, like Michael Gallup injury, a lot of the rookies, just unproven guys in the wide receiver room. Um, this, this offense is normally pretty elite. They normally score a lot of points, uh, but it's it, this isn't really against Zach, Dak. Zach. It's, <laughs> this has nothing to do against Zach. Oh, my gosh, Dak. Oh my <laughs> Try not Zach to say Zach, Prescott. but I keep saying Zach. <laughs> Dak Prescott, but more that I just like the guys that I had ranked higher than him more for fantasy this year. Um, he does hold some rushing upside that uh, some of these guys that I have ranked higher don't, but... Um, I'm not so sure he's going to rush the ball as much. So ever since that injury to me, I just feel like he's been, been a little lessened. bit more hesitant. So yes. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to. I like Dak. I probably will try to avoid him a little bit in ranking, because um, I think he's getting drafted right around the eight, and to me, he's a little bit lower. But um, he does have the upside to 
sling the ball and he's got wep- – well, he normally has weapons and his offense is normally pretty elite. So, um, yeah, he's definitely deserving of a top-10 ranking, though. All right, next on our list, number nine, Russell Wilson. Oh, I thought this was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. He just yeah. says Wilson, so I'm yeah. not really sure. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Could be the one, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Russell Wilson. No, I'm uh, pretty sure it's Russell Wilson. Number nine, coming to a new team, but seems to have some good pieces in Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and uh, got some pass catchers out of the backfield. So, I don't know. This seems like a guy that could uh, beat this number nine ranking we've got him at. Yeah, he's he's definitely got um, – he's in a position in a situation to where he can just boom. Um, he's, he's been, you know, the, the term here the last few years is let Russ cook. Yeah. Uh, he's had elite wide receivers, but the Seahawks never let him do that. Let's hope the Broncos do because yeah, he definitely could finish higher than this ninth place ranking. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that. All right. Our last three guys, let's just kind of lump them together and, and tell me what you think about them. Okay. Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, and then finishing off with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. So to me, Burrow's a guy that can, has the weapons all around the field. Him and Stafford both more more little pocket passers um, than anything, uh, but they have weapons all over the, the field. We've talked about Rodgers in past episodes. Um, you know, uh, to me, he's ranked too low. He has the upside to be pretty high, but um, he's got question marks with his weapons. So um, these are all very similar guys. Limited rushing upside, but pocket passers um, they will pass the ball quite a bit. So and Rodgers has been a rusher in the past, but he's thirty eight years old. You know, you got to think at some point that that uh shuts down and he a doesn't bit. turn the ball over so you're limited on those kind of uh the, the minus twos for interceptions yep joe burrow i think he could be better too but that team just moves the ball so slow um but when they score they score so yep. uh interesting guys stafford getting a new piece and Allen robinson so a lot of good pieces but i would say those three guys are guys i'm not necessarily going in uh early in drafts on you know later round guys that you can yeah, throw you, on there if and you feel punt good the about QB position you can get any of these guys and you well, can still start them burrow, but you can get stafford real late yeah and still start them weekly if you want to so yep anyway all right well that's going to be our quarterback ranking uh listen in tomorrow for our, our running back ranking as well but if you guys are drafting this weekend hope you enjoy hope you have good drafts good luck catch you next time